Good morning, 1048. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And Hammer joins us in the studio. How are you doing today? I'm wealthier than I was yesterday. Nice. Well, there's one of us, right? (laughs) (laughs) My uh, esteemed colleague in the afternoon program, Big Nige, not so much. But it was a great betting night in the Hammer house. You and your wife, right? Yeah. The coupon lady nailed a couple bets, got that final touchdown right by Jalen Hurts. So altogether, we turned about 200 bucks into... To about five sixty. Wow, we'll nice. take that. Pace yeah. for that, that big spread you had out there. <laughs> Man, we ate well. It was a fun night. Watched the game. Won some money. I had a good time last night. I don't know about you guys, but mm-hmm. the game was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the commercials were boring. The other stuff was fine, but the game was good. When do we get past? Yes, because the commercials stunk. They stunk last year. They stunk the year before that. When do we get past the idea of, oh, everybody's just watching for the commercials? I mean, how many stinker years of commercials do we have to have before that people are like, these commercials stink? Well, I can't remember who pointed this out, but you see a lot more 30-second commercials now than you do 60 seconds because it's so freaking expensive. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to spend all of this money for a 30-second commercial, you just want to make people remember what the product was, yeah. right? Yeah. You don't have time to be cute anymore, and that's a shame. There was a beer ad where I think it was Blue Moon. Yes. And the whole ad is promoting two other beers, and my wife and I were talking about this. She's like, well, that's a clever ad. I said, no, it's a wasted ad because you spent a gajillion dollars promoting two other beers. Which is owned by the same company. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're Miller Coors, like, you got all three of your brands in there in one commercial, right? Well, I I guess, but... And you're talking about it today, so it seems like it's been an effective 30-second ad. But is it that I'm bitching about it? Is that effective? Is somebody saying that's stupid? You remembered it. Like, I couldn't remember half the commercials Mm -hmm. last night. If you would have told me that Product X had a commercial last night, I'd be like, okay, I'll take your word for it. The only one that I really remember was the Ben Affleck one and the Dunkin' Donuts. Working the drive-thru with the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, and J-Lo pulled up. Because it used to be like... There was always a great one from Anheuser-Busch. Coke always had a great one. Mm-hmm. Lay's. Bud Bowl or Spuds McKenzie yeah. or something. Taco Bell always had one that was awesome. And now it's just like, so many of these are like companies that I don't even know what they do. And why is avocados from Mexico <laughs> advertising during the Super Bowl? They spend money every year, though. Like That's their advertising budget. Clearly, somebody, I mean, it must work, but who is like, you know what? Crap, I didn't even realize until now I need to go to the store and get me some avocados. Like, chips, I get it. Pizza, I get it. Beer, I get it. Mm-hmm. Avocados? Mm-hmm. But I bet at some point, what maybe not you, but somebody has gone to the grocery store and you have seen those products and you've sang the jingle. Avocados from Mexico! <laughs> like, I know I have, and that makes it an effective ad. Uh, I saw Nigel was here today. Yes, he survived the night. I mean, he had a white knuckle it till morning after losing all that money last night, but he survived and he'll be here this afternoon. He got screwed though, right? I mean, you don't end the Super Bowl on that questionable holding call because everybody knew that's the end of the Super Bowl. You don't end the game on a call like that. Well, you don't bet against Patrick Mahomes as an underdog either. Well, I get it. I'm not even saying it for Nigel because that. let's face it, he lost $20 on Purdue and then turned it into a $400 loss on the Eagles. So he's on his own on that one. <laughs> but... But, he took a loss and made it worse. But you don't end the Super Bowl on a holding call like that. It was 
People would argue, yes, technically it was a penalty, but technically you could call that every single play. Like, you know, jaywalking is a crime, but you don't really get ticketed for it. And that's kind of what we saw last night. I'm a believer in let him play, unless it's something totally egregious. And the thing that stuck out for me was that Juju Smith-Schuster, one of the biggest diva pain in the asses in the league, didn't even throw his arms up or complain, like, where's the flag? Mm -hmm. Even he didn't expect the flag. So how do you feel about people complaining about the refs? Like, do they just need to get over it? I mean, if it's warranted, if it's warranted, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of people always do it. You know, the refs are out to get us. The Mm -hmm. refs are out to screw us. Usually they're not. You're just passionate about one team. But that was a weak call. And I think the officials were good all through the night, except for at the very end, Yes, technically that's a penalty, but technically going 51 and a 50, you could get a ticket for. You know who is the greatest Super Bowl commercial of all time and nobody talks about it? Herb and the Whopper. I'm not Herb, and if your name is Herb, I'm not the Herb you're looking for. I remember the I'm not Herb campaign. See, and that was 35 years ago or whatever it was, and you still remember it. That's, that's back when the event. burger joints they not only competed for customers, they competed in ad space because you had the I'm not her people, the where's the beef mm-hmm. campaign got rolling from Wendy's. And of course, McDonald's always had their jingle and Ronald McDonald and all that kind of stuff. I kind of miss those days, but it's so freaking expensive now. People are just like, sweet mother of God, get the product name out there. Yeah. All right. So Jake Query and I had this discussion at the top of the hour. I'll put it to you. I maintain the NFL draft is a far more compelling event than the Super Bowl. Am I wrong? Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> so the Super Bowl. But, and I get it because you're a Bears fan, and this is the closest thing you're going to have to a Super Bowl for a long time. Uh, but no, no. There's intrigue. It's months and months of intrigue. It's strategy. It's the day of. It's the weeks before. It's it's You're putting your entire franchise on some 22-year-old guy who was probably doing beer pong the night before the combine. You could say the exact same things about the Super Bowl, and they crown a winner, and there's like celebrities, and there's pop culture and there's two weeks of hype and build up and yeah the Super Bowl is a bigger deal but around these parts if you're a Colts fan or a Bears fan yeah the draft's probably a big you deal know for you why you don't agree with me on that because you know what the draft is it's the thinking man's Super Bowl it's for the higher intellectual people to it's use for teams and, that stink and, and you're a Bears st- fan and that's why you like it so much <laughs> who's got the number one pick in the draft this year hey I'm not arguing that but I'm saying the Bears are always <laughs> the draft is always my favorite thing because there you got to really think your way through it you've got a plot you've got to strategize do you trade up do you trade down do you trade for this do you trade for that bears are going to totally fleece the colts right somebody's going to give the bears too much yeah somebody's going to do that whether it's the colts whether it's the raiders somebody's going to overpay but if you end up getting your guy Let's say you draft one of these quarterbacks that turns out to be the next Patrick Mahomes. Would Back in the day, if you could jump in the old hot tub time machine, would you have given up three first-round picks, two second-round picks to get Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, you're right. And here's the thing. It doesn't matter for me whether the Bears trade down or not because either way, we're going to draft the same guy. A, an offensive tackle <laughs> who holds out, shows up to camp heavy, and then is injured and misses the entire preseason. So it doesn't matter. At least you're not going for the quarterback this year that's going to stand there and hold the ball too long. And You trade up to number two and you draft Mitchell Trubisky and not Patrick Mahomes! <laughs> Patrick Mahomes belong on the mountain? 
We'll get into that later. We're out of time right now. Okay, what do you got coming up today? Uh, Guy Relford's going to join us, and we're going to talk about the IMPD settling with the family of Dreshawn Reed. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.